Hello and welcome to the CVCS Athletics Podcast. I am your host, Grady Sanchez, and we also have Shannon Baker here with us again today. Today is Thursday, September 28th, and this is episode four. We have a great show today with our first alumni interview with Andre Antone. It's a shorter podcast today because the junior high and high school are off to retreat this week. Thank you all for listening to the show today. Please give the CVCS Athletics Podcast a follow, a like, a subscribe, and a rating. And now for the results of the week. It was a tough road for the volleyball teams in general. Girls Varsity Volleyball lost to Jay Sarah, and Boys Beach Volleyball lost to Tesoro. And then on Monday night, the girls' volleyball team had a great match but lost 3-2 to two against Dana Hills. A rough one out there this week, but we're looking for better and brighter things, a good reset at retreat, and now we have Shannon for the upcoming schedule. Wednesday, our girls' tennis team will play Oxford Academy. Saturday, the football team plays Linfield Christian. Monday, our beach volleyball plays Modern Day, and the girls' tennis plays Pacifica Christian. Tuesday, girls' volleyball plays Turbot v. Tora. Good luck, teams, and go Eagles! On the podcast this week, we have our first alumni coming back to speak with us. We have the CVCS baseball legend, Andre Antone. Andre Antone was here from 2015 to 2017, then went on to play baseball at UCI on a baseball scholarship. During his tenure here, he was the 2017 CVCS Athlete of the Year, San Joaquin League Player of the Year, and made All-CIF. His team's won three league championships, and the 2017 team holds the record for the longest winning streak with 14 in a row. After CVCS, he played baseball at the University of California, Irvine. He spent six years on the baseball team, starting as a two-way player and eventually making the transition to pitcher only his junior and senior year. He had a career 3.97 ERA with 57 appearances, 99 innings pitched, and a win-loss record of 9-1. He got his undergraduate degree in educational sciences and got his graduate degree in innovation entrepreneurship from UCI. Andre, it is so great to have you here on the show with us. It's our first alumni podcast. Really excited about it. Can you just start off with uh, what was your experience like here at CVCS? Oh, well, first, I want to thank you guys for having me. It's great to come back always and uh, love coming back here and just seeing the involvement of the school. Uh, but my time at CVCS was great. You know, I transferred from another school coming here my sophomore year. I uh, didn't know what to expect, but I had a blast. Uh, meeting Coach Bonilla was one of the best things that definitely happened to me. Uh, you know, he took me from a young age and really turned me into a man. He saw me grow uh, off the field and on the field. Uh, so my time here was great. Academically, uh, athletically, had a blast. Definitely separated myself from other schools. And being here at CVCS really uh, just, I don't know how to say it, but uh, evolved me as a young man, which was awesome. Great. And That's then nice. you started at a different school. I'm assuming that was freshman year. Could you tell us about a little bit of the process and what made CVCS stand out or why you chose CVCS over staying or an, another school? Uh, yeah, I think when I turned, I think, 15, I was really ready to <clears throat> take this baseball thing very seriously. And uh, I wanted to go to a school where academics were serious and athletics were just as important. And I think that's very rare to find. It's either one or the other, but I felt CVCS was a great atmosphere for both. Uh, like I said, meeting Coach Binia, I knew 
that was my first time meeting him, and uh, he just t told me about the baseball program and told me the sacrifices he makes to get people to play uh, Division One baseball, and that was always my goal. So I put my trust in him, and it ended up working out. And the times we spent together, uh, anytime there was a class period that was open, uh, we'd be in the cages or at the field. Anytime before practice, we'd be at the cages or at the field. After practice, we'd be at the cages before the field. <laughs> That's right. So we spent a lot That's of time right. uh, in the cages, on the field, and you don't really get that anywhere else with other coaches, uh, no disrespect or anything like that. He's just different, and he's wired different, and he makes it a priority for his athletes to play at the next level. He has a pillow there. Yeah. <laughs> it, was a, it was a lot of fun on both ends, spending a lot of time with him. Tough days, long days, hard days, but, you know, it's wouldn't trade anything. Yeah, what we hear a lot is our commitment to athletics and academics, the, the grace that teachers get, and then just the love and the life pouring that the coaches give in, into you is just such a special thing here at CVCS. And again, I'm the JV coach here. I, I coach for Coach Bonilla, also known as Chach. So if we ever reference him as Chach, it'll be, that is him. Uh, also the Bonilla box and all those long nights. And I finally put lights in there. We got new nets up there. It looks really, really nice. And uh, he'll be spending more time in there than ever. Yeah, and well, totally, like you said, too. Uh, academically, like, it's a smaller school. Mm -hmm. So uh, you can really build relationships with teachers as well. And it's not just kind of one of those things where you go to class and then you see them the next day. You build relationships. Uh, they know you. You know them. They care about your personal lives, which is something that I'd never experienced before in school, which is awesome. And they know if you're having a bad day. They, they, you know, they ask about your well-being, which is just as important as any other academic material they could give you. Yeah, I love that. And me being a math teacher here, too, it's just pouring into your students and realizing like they're they're still people. Totally. And and we give that a lot. And we just we're always asking for the mercy and the grace of Jesus. And that's a that's a big part of who we are in that family oriented um, environment and where you're just not a number like other places. You're you're a name, you're a person and uh, you matter. And we really care about who you are as not a, a student or an athlete, but absolutely as a genuine person. Um, Awesome. Can, can you highlight one of maybe one of your favorite moments here as a student athlete? Uh, there's a lot. Definitely. I had a great three years here. I think the first thing that comes to mind was just the friendships I built. I think I played with some of the most fun people I've played with in my baseball career here. Two of my buddies, Zach and Carson, who we grew up playing together, just had a great time and we set out goals for each other. Definitely our senior year to just be the best hitting team in the county. And I don't know if we were not, but I think we felt like we were. Uh, I know Coach Bonilla probably has some other stories as well, but just hanging out with those two is we had our own little uh, group in the back of the bus. We just made it fun. Uh, we had nicknames for each other. Just playing with those guys was definitely fun. Uh, there was no egos on the team. Like, no one thought they were above anyone else. It was just a great group of guys and definitely one of the most fun times I've had playing baseball. That's awesome. Sounds like it. Coach, do you have uh, any highlights that Andre had that stood out to you? Uh, the immediately uh, the Burbank game, which was second round of his senior year, he we were we were down two runs in the top of the sixth, and then he uh, came up to to bat with first and third. And Burbank High School, pretty big yard. It's uh in in the you know has that city feel. There's buildings all over the place, and the left field also had a really high fence because there was a main highway, you know, like like a Del Obispo Street or something, right. like right behind left field. So it was like a green monster 
and blasted one to give us the lead in the sixth inning that landed like over the other side of the street and bounced up into the neighborhood and everybody went crazy and then he closed the game uh, to get the last three outs to send us to the quarterfinals. Um, so that's probably the biggest thing that sticks out. Although he had a couple amazing starts in his career as a pitcher and ended up being um, one of the go-to guys in his last couple of years at UC Irvine on the mound. But for us in high school, um, he was such an offensive threat as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, he still has the single season RBI record. He's 50 RBIs in a there season. Oh, that's a good um, one. And second in home runs with eight in a season. So he, he had some pretty big offensive years as junior, senior. Nice. Very neat. Yeah, I didn't even know that. A small shout-out to my data science class. We're working on those stats, keeping the records live. Just started this week, and uh, we're crunching those numbers for sure. Um, Chach, it's great to have you here with Andre as support, and now I'm going to kind of put him on the spot. Through Andre, Andre, is there – the coaching staff here is phenomenal. We have a great coaching staff now. We've had it in the past – um, how did they pour into your life? What what stood out from from Chach and the other coaches that really helped you develop as a player and as a young man? Uh, I kind of mentioned it earlier, but just the countless hours that, you know, when other players aren't on the field, we were. When other teams weren't in the cages, we were. Uh, like I said, that's rare. I mean, you see it in college a little bit, but not as much as we did here. I mean, it was an unbelievable amount of hours, and it wasn't him forcing us. It was hey, I'm going to be there, and if you want to come, swing by. I'll be there. And it would start with two of us, and then three of us would come, and then four of us. So, I mean, he really just poured countless of hours into us, which is unbelievable. And then that's on the field, off the field. When he's not throwing BP, he's sending emails to colleges, and we're filming, Mm -hmm. and we're filming videos, and he's sending emails to colleges. I can't even count the amount of times I sat up in his office and we were just blasting emails to colleges and not just for me but everyone on the team which is crazy so you don't get that a lot actually ever at all (laughs) but right a lot of the recruiting done for high school is done outside the high school season when you're playing travel ball and club ball but I felt my best opportunity was with him right yeah I I fully believe that as well I think we had 10 college players going on to the next level or 10 high school players going on to the next level last year which is just for a baseball team that's that's pretty unheard of um, I played at a pretty big school and I had to do a lot of the recruiting myself or my parents were doing all the legwork the players here have an amazing advocate for them not only if it's mechanics or swing but on the college level coach Benia does a really really good job of making sure that his players are finding the the right home and then the right place for them to go play and their future so and even on a spiritual level totally. i've heard yeah. many many stories of how he prays with them and and does devotions with them mm-hmm. well yeah he was a mentor to me totally um i can go to him for anything whether it was on the field or off the field problems or stuff like that he was someone i could go talk to i mean thing I think some people don't realize is that I'm with during high school I was with this guy more than I was with my own parents right so like my my maturation process like when I was going like 14 to 18 it comes from a lot from being around this guy you know so I don't think people realize that when they're dropping their kids off at school like I'm spending eight hours a day with this guy maybe two hours with my parents so same thing in college but you know I was a little younger when I was with him so it's like he's a big part of my development as a human being what an idea that, you know, I had never thought of, but my, my kids always kind of reference that in class is just, I think I'm here more often than I'm at home. And I, I think 
as I'm spending more time and more time, I think that's true and kind of seeing what kind of role teachers and coaches and mentors and faculty play in the roles and lives in our students is just becoming more and more apparent every day. And it's so great that you were able to connect with Chach, make that mentorship, coming back as an alumni, a proud alumni, a, a very accomplished one, pitching over at UCI still, and going into uh, senior year, I believe? I actually just graduated. Just yeah. graduated. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So going forward. Yeah, he just finished with, with a master's degree as well. <gasps> Congratulations. Thank you. That's wonderful. So that's a master's in what? Uh, All right. What's your plans? That, that, that's the class right there. Uh, they're out recording uh, entrepreneurship right now. Yeah, it was fun. It was. I just wanted to learn the ins and outs of business. And uh, my dad's an entrepreneur, so I kind of wanted to uh, get in his mind a little bit and see how he did it. So it was fun. But one-year program, it was nice. And I think I'm going to head into commercial real estate next. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Okay, that's, that's good info. Um, I'll go back and reference what Shannon had said about mm-hmm. devotions at at the school and kind of build in and then go into the camaraderie and then your sense of Christ through CBCS. Sounds good. Uh, Shannon, you had mentioned devotions here on the baseball team. We do a weekly devotion. It's senior run and then it's coach run as well. Um, Andre, what was your experience like uh, at CBCS, the Christ-centered environment with athletics? And how did your team, your teammates, your team, your coaching staff, your the teachers here, how did they influence your walk with Christ? I think it was a big deal. Uh, I mean, baseball-wise, I know we prayed before every game, uh, something that was important to us. Uh, I actually took that on through college, too, and did that with my college team as well. Uh, but that was something that was important to us. I mean, we wouldn't start a game without it. And then definitely around uh, CBCS faculty is very important. You know, I'm a believer in Christ. I'm a believer in God. That definitely shaped, you know, the way I am now. I went to uh, Catholic school or Christian school pretty much my whole life, so... I've been familiar with it, but just the Bible classes and all that, just and learning about the religion was uh, definitely great and something that sticks with me through today. Uh, very important to me, uh, but definitely like in an athletic aspect, we really mixed the two well. Oh, that's awesome to hear. Still carrying on that tradition, that Christ-centeredness. We hear it all the time in the podcast about the importance and the role that Christ plays in who we are and how, how that value and that culture, that, that unified culture over Christ helps us um, grow as athletically when wins and loss columns, but also proving in the alumni the people that we um, help nurture and who they are as people afterwards with their time at CVCS. And then, so that Christ-centeredness, that character, that development, CVCS as a whole, how, how did your time here at, in high school, how did that help you prepare for UCI as uh, graduating UCI and also finishing with a master's, which is incredible, and then also your athletic career? So can you speak to how CVCS ha- um, has prepared you overall? Totally. Uh, like I said earlier, I wanted to find a school uh, that was athletic and academic, uh, centered uh, that did both well and I think when you get to college and playing at the D1 level it's really the same thing especially at a good school like UCI they care about their academics as much as their athletics so being at CVCS was very similar Uh, you find a way to balance both but you find a way to take care of your work on the on the field and off the field and off the field is way more important and everyone will tell you that and you think they're lying but they're not Um, it's a good thing to know yeah You know, taking care of your academics is extremely important, and I think being at CVCS taught me that. You know, because you can't play if you don't right. don't get good academics, and but you also want to set yourself up for later in life. And I think that started I started to understand that because I feel like my whole life I was like, 
baseball, baseball, baseball. And as I got older and more mature, I was like, this academic stuff's really going to help me out when, <laughs> yeah. when I can't throw the baseball anymore. Yeah. Uh, so I think that helped a lot. And then being at UCI, it was it was easy once I left here because I was so used to it. And Coach Bonilla treats his team like a college program and sets you up for the future. So when I got there, it was really nothing new to me. Uh, I was already been through it for three years with him, which was great. It set me up perfectly, and that's why I think I was easy to go on and get my master's and excel in the classroom as well as on the baseball field, which was very important to me. That's a good story. Yeah. I, I always telling students, like, hey, you're a student athlete. Totally. Stu- student first, athlete later. And then, like, unfortunately, careers come to an end. I hung up my cleats. Coach Chach hung up his cleats. It happens. We don't want it to happen. We want to live forever in our athlete world, but emphasizing the academics and making sure that you're set up for that next level yeah, of that job. As I got older, uh, getting 21, 22, and towards the end of my college career, I found the academic awards I was receiving much cooler than my athletic awards because, you know, it was not something I always got. So getting... I always got the athletic praise and whatnot, but the academic awards were something that was super cool. And getting my master's, if you told me when I was 15 I'd go to grad school, I'd tell you you're lying. So I think those type of things were very, uh, very cool for me, other than athletics, for sure. That That is a great testament to all the young athletes that are just living that baseball-only lifestyle. Please listen to your parents, listen to Andre, listen to your teachers. It matters. And your counselor. And your counselor, Yes. Awesome. I would just like to close it out with um, what advice would you give prospective students, student athletes um, about making decisions when it comes to what school, maybe it's high school, maybe it's college. In this realm, it'll be high school because we're talking CVCS. But what, what are some major factors that played into your choice here? What are some things that you would like prospective students knowing about in, in their options and in their choice of CVCS? I think the biggest advice I would give is uh, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. I think I had never been, I had been at the same school since fourth grade, same group of friends, uh, fourth grade through freshman year, same group of friends, uh, still some of my best friends to the day, but I had to do what was best for me. And it was an uncomfortable situation. I remember when I had the discussion with my parents uh, about transferring schools, I cried. And I was couldn't imagine you know, leaving my other school and all my friends. Uh, but I think I got comfortable with being uncomfortable, and that set me up for my future uh, coming here. Uh, definitely, um, I think, you know, you have to do what's best for you uh, in the long run. And then I think choosing a college is the same thing. Uh, I was fortunate enough to stay close to home, but like I said, you know, sometimes you have to do the uncomfortable thing to do what's best for you. And I felt like coming to CVCS, that was a situation like that for sure. Uh, but then just. Uh, yeah, like I said, just put yourself first, I think. Uh, do what's best for you, no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember when you were going through that process because you had a big offer from University of Cincinnati as well, and you had gone out there and visited and was really impressed with the coaching staff and, and the facilities. And for a minute, I thought you might be headed to Ohio. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, UCI came into the picture, and, and then you end up staying here. What, like, what kind of helped you to make that decision? And one thing that I always think of uh, when I think of you going to UCI is that we had another alumni and now just recently inducted into our CVCS Hall of Fame, Parker Koss. Mm. And one thing that makes me most proud of 
our alumni and, and the people who've come through here that played baseball, especially, um, is I remember when he did choose to go to UC Irvine, his freshman year was Parker Casa's senior year. And the um, stories they shared with me together and individually about how they really looked after each other, and especially Parker looking after, you know, a former CVCS uh, alum and, and helping him with the ropes at the college level. And it just shows you that that camaraderie that we build that relationship that we build here, it still kind of goes on forever. And, you know, Grady, you went to UCSD. Mm-hmm. I went to Southeast Missouri State. I mean, he's a UCI. We all have our, um, you know, our allegiances and, and pride mm-hmm. of the schools we went to. And sometimes high school gets overlooked for that because it's more about your college. But I feel like at CVCS, it's almost, if not equal to kind of a college sense of pride of your school and I saw that when you chose to go to UCI but did that play a, a part? Yeah totally um, I think we talk about culture and the culture we built here as a baseball team I remember we were just talking about it earlier but my high school coach when he was or sorry my college coach when he was recruiting me here when we were playing St. John Bosco when I was at CVCS he kind of talked to me and he came up to me my sophomore year of college and he was like I remember your high school team was just a small school gritty bunch of dudes who played really hard and as I was going through UCI I was like UCI it's a big school but in terms of athletics it's it's a smaller school and that's how we played and I think it was just a culture fit because it was what I would used to what I was used to at CVCS so going there was an easy culture fit and then I had heard from Parker what it was like playing there and they're not what people think they are and then you go out and you beat the big Pac-12 schools like we were I think eight and one or nine and one against Pac-12 schools last year, uh, and that's like how we were when we when I played here at CVCS. We were doing well against the big Trinity League schools, and just uh, I felt like UCI was similar in the fact that people undervalue that school, and you go there and play with that chip on your shoulder, which is awesome. And Parker told me it was like that, so I love that aspect of it. I like being an underdog, and I'm not saying we're all underdogs here, but I think when you go to a smaller school, people think they can overlook you, and they can't. Yeah, uh, Presler, Jack Gallo, JP had all said in the in the previous episodes as small school, big opportunities. Totally. How does that? But I'm hearing that from you. But could could you maybe shed some more light on how that might play? It's it's fun being that small school and people come to your park and mm-hmm. well actually come to the Haas. Yeah, but you know it's kind of that small school aspect where we're always traveling to play someone else because they don't want to come to the Haas. Right. We have to go to there. <laughs> we got to road games and then we go there and beat them and then they don't want to play us again. And I don't want to speak on it from like a super college level, but I know there's a bunch of schools in the college level who don't want to play UCI because they view it as a lose-lose because if they lose, yeah, it's bad. You know what I'm saying? But I think it's like I said that that chip on your shoulder of being at a small school it just makes you want it more. And like I attested to earlier, me and my buddy Zach Carson, a couple other guys on the team, like we knew we were three of the best players in the county. And other people might have not known, but uh, I think we knew. And I think yeah. Shaw can speak on that too. What, what a lineup that was that 2017 year, uh, and still to this day, 14 consecutive wins. The win streak holds as our CVCS baseball record for most consecutive wins in a season. So 14 winning streak, um, you know, we haven't even been close to it. We've had a few decent runs, like eight, nine games, but nothing, nothing close to that 2017. And that lineup was just super stacked, but you guys were super dedicated to your craft. You guys not only, you know, worked on your swing and hit a lot, but you guys were constantly talking to each other um, about the approach. And, and I loved 
just being a fly on the wall to be able to listen in, in the back of the dugout or just hear some of you guys talk about the pitcher and your at-bats from the inning before and the adjustments you guys would make uh, in real time. And that's hard to find. I'm, I'm, I'm even now in the, going into our season of the 2024, we're still trying to get these guys to buy into just talking more about approach. And, and you guys just really live that out. And, and that's why there were so many kids. I mean, you had like five Division One hitters in that lineup. Um, uh, but we're fortunate. We have guys like Coach Grady at the JV level, uh, Josue and I, you know, ex-college pro guys that are able to not just talk about it from a theoretical standpoint, but we actually lived it. You know, we faced 95 miles an hour and breaking balls. And, and so, um, you know, you guys bought into that really well in 2017, and we're uh, hoping to get – you know, the next batch of guys to, to buy into it. And because of your group, you know, we were a smaller school in a smaller division at that time. You know, through Andre's years here, uh, he saw us go from Division Six to Division Five to Division Four through his years here. And he left he left here going to UCI, putting us into Division Three. him and, and his group. Um, and then now, um, you know, we're in the Division Two, and I'm hearing murmurs that we're going to be in Division One for this 2024 <laughs> season. So, right. but you guys kind of set that standard. So, you know, it goes it goes kudos to you guys, man. That's, yeah, that's I think cool. that's a long answer for advice, but like I said, just to summarize it, get okay with being uncomfortable, and then I think set a culture, create a culture, and live and die by that culture. Yeah, for sure. And that's year in and year out. That's culture is not one thing that lasts for. There's no CVCS baseball culture. It's got to be that team's culture because there's different individuals who are coming in. So build your culture for sure. Very good. Well, thank you, Andre, so much for joining us here on the podcast. It was a pleasure. Thank you. And a treat. Thank you so much for thank your time. Thank you for having me. It's great to be back. Yeah. And, <laughs> Coach, thank you for your time, Thanks, too. Coach. We'll be My talking pleasure. more in the spring. And that's a wrap for this week. Thank you all for listening to the show. Please give the CVCS Athletics Podcast a follow, a like, a subscribe, and a rating. You can find us on all major podcast streaming services, such as Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. Please visit the podcast network at cvcs.org backslash podcast. This episode has been a production of the Capistrano Valley Christian Schools Podcast Network. Capistrano Valley Christian Schools is a Christian JK-12 school in San Juan Capistrano, California. Be sure to check out, subscribe to, and leave a review of this show and the other shows on our network on your podcast player of choice. Doing so supports the school community in a multitude of ways. For more information about the CVCS Podcast Network or any of our other shows, check out cvcs.org or email podcasts at cvcs.org. On behalf of the whole network, this is Mr. Jasper saying thank you again for listening and stay tuned for more.